curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. Who is she? Who is this colleague I, I work I with? I don't even know who I She's am. She's three cubicles away. <laughs> who am I? I don't even know my name anymore. All right, folks. Mr. Curiosity has arrived. Joe Snedeker here. Uh, we're, Sean, we're going on what? Podcast number 13. 14. Uh, like uh, 400. <laughs> Fuck, don't laugh. We don't know who you are yet. We have a special guest. Uh, she's an internal person. By that, I mean a WNEP employee, a friend, an interesting, vivacious human being. I can't say attractive anymore because then it sounds sexist. She's just a neutral human being. <laughs> she is. She's carried the. She's carried the producer. She's Carrie the the dog rescuer. She's Carrie the 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 taste tester. She's a reporter. Who are you? <laughs> you want to know who I am? Yeah, who are you? What is your Carrie? It's Carrie. It's Carrie. It's Carrie Brazen. Yeah. All right. I, I so do a little bit of everything here. There she is. Carrie Brazen is right here with us and on the co- cover picture for this podcast. You are shoving a chocolate-covered scorpion in my mouth. Yes. I am wearing a cat shirt. I'm trying my best to incorporate all that I see of you in that image. So this is where we start. When Carrie is born in the year... I get she's not going to tell us. I'm not telling you. See, Sean, do you see what's happening here? When we have guy guests, they're like, yeah, 1953, 1975. But the ladies won't reveal. Ladies do and not. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. All I'm going to say, she's a uh, young person, younger than me, and she's uh, looking great. And she was born in. Are you going to give me that? Oh, come on. Then that's going to give it away. No. Uh, Luzerne County? You're a Luzerne County person. I I was born in Northumberland County. Oh, okay, Northumberland County. Gotcha. Now, um, let's go through your history now quickly before we get to the brown bag because viewers have questions. Oh, boy. All right, so so there you are, a little fetus covered in slime emerging into the world. And uh, uh, what, your mom and dad, you're number one, two, three. Where are you in the lineup? I am number two. I have an older sister. She's five years older than me. Oh, ah. Yes. So it's just the two of you, two girls. Two girls. Do you think the dad was saying with number two, uh, this is going to be a boy, this is my boy, and then out comes you? Yes, they wanted... (laughs) No, I'm telling you now, they wanted to have a boy... They were going to name me Patrick. Wait, wait. It was even all set up. You don't tell your daughter that. Well, this was years down the road. Like, by the way, yeah, we were hoping for a boy, and you came along. Yes. So I was supposed to be Patrick. That's and then, terrible for them to say. It's not terrible. It's yeah, but truth. now you're feeling... That I, I, I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> Here comes Patrick. Look at him. He's a girl. He's a girl. <laughs> Another one. So they were going, then, okay, we have girls' names. So they were going to name me Kelly. But then my cousin was born before me, so she got the name Kelly. So then they named me Carrie. So not only they they wanted Patrick the boy, but then Kelly the girl. And they're like, now what? Now what are we going to name her? (laughs) Now what? It's a girl. It'll be a symbol like Prince. (laughs) I don't know. All right, so there you are in the world, mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, you an elementary school, a public school girl, private school girl. Public. I went to Shimokan area elementary school. And Small par- town, folks. I'm not faking this for the podcast. I know a little bit about Carrie, but not much since she's a colleague. I think her parents 
were wealthy restaurant owners. <laughs> Is that true? Well, uh, big so, uh, okay, so the story goes, <laughs> my, go. my grandfather had a restaurant called Harry's Grill. Harry was my grandfather. When my grandfather passed away, my parents took over the restaurant. Well, how old were you? When my grandfather passed, yeah, or and they took over. Were you? I was thirteen. Oh, so you, so what? Wait, wait, before that, they weren't restaurant owners. When you were no, nine. my mom, my mom was a life flight nurse. Oh, I didn't know that. So she she, uh, she, she was up in the helicopter. She was saving lives. Get out of here! Yes, and my father, uh, he went to chef school when I was young. So he was uh, he was teaching, uh, he was cooking, that kind of thing. He was managing. Uh, different restaurants and stuff like that. I'm picturing your mom. She's in a helicopter. She's got her hair's blowing in the wind. She's got blood all over her. There's your dad. He's got the big chef hat on. Yes. He he's he's got a big mustache. I'm picturing. He has. Yes. <laughs> I know it. So get this. So he had a mustache my entire childhood. Sure he and did. And a few years back, he shaved the mustache, and I was like, I don't even know who you are oh my, anymore. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even look like my dad. <laughs> yes. Does your mom have good helicopter stories? <laughs> she. She uh, would tell me lots of stories about scraping bodies off highways. So she always instilled serious? in my brain, wear your seatbelt. So oh I learned that it, you know, before I started driving, I have to wear my seatbelt or something bad could happen. My mom worked at Allied Services way back in the 70s and 80s. And she would work in the, um, uh, I'm not sure how to word this, but a lot of the severely <laughs> disabled, meaning back injuries, paraplegics. She would tell me stories how... She takes care of of people who dove into pools and broke their neck. Guess what I cannot do to this very day? Dive into a pool. I have no idea how to dive. I'm scared to death of diving. I cannot dive. When I go into a pool or body water, I cannonball. That's all I can do because my mother scared the heck out of me. Yeah, it's forever instilled in your your brain. So that – I think that was one of the best things – because I, you know, at 16, I was in a car accident and I had my seatbelt on, which saved my life. You so, really were? Yes. And it saved your life? It saved my life. I flipped my car a few times. I hydroplaned. You were driving this car? Yes. And I flipped it. You're I, 16. You just got your license. I had my license for a few months and it was raining out. And I Were you driving erratically with bald tires? No. <laughs> It was this my like mom. It was my mom's Mercury Cougar. This thing was a tank. Now you're calling your mom a cougar. No. Oh, I misunderstood. What she? <laughs> she drove. Yeah, I forgot about the bell. You can, if I make you uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just, not uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. You said your mom's. It a was cougar. Her, her car. It was oh, an Mercury old cougar Mercury Ford, Cougar. Yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, so I was in that, and uh, I so was you driving. really you really went over an embankment no, or something? No, I, I lost control. I had to play lost control, hit a tree, and it flipped a few times. Oh, my goodness. And I had to crawl out of the moonroof in the car and crawl out into the road. 16 years old. 16. I tell you what, I didn't have a scratch on me. Seatbelt saved my life. I would have been thrown from the car. I would have this died. This is unbelievable. Yeah. They're like five, six years into their restaurant business. Their daughter gets in an accident, flips over. Luckily, your mom had this past where she's working with accidents. You have the seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember flipping, spinning around? I, the- it's, it, I, I remember every moment of that accident. It, it's, it, I remember the glass shattering. Get out I remember here. the music. I, I remember the song I was listening to. What was it? It was Nine Inch Nails, and I can't repeat the name of the song. because Trent I, Reznor? Yes. It's Nine Inch Nails. It was on CD, because back then, you had CDs. I would ask you what, what, what year, but then I can just get your age again, and I you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm me when you were born. All I'm right, not so. going there. Come on. I'm, it was the 90s. <laughs> All right. 
It was the 90s, yeah. So, wow. So you you survived this. I survived that. You go that. back to school. There's no bandages on you or anything? No. Just a... I just had a few from where the glass shattered. I had a few little cuts. But honestly, that was it. This is weird. Is your dad cr- comes to see you in the hospital or there is no hospital well, my, visit? Well, You're cr- he's parents, crying. There's parents, tears on his mustache. Well, they were <laughs> there <are> tears <laughs> on his mustache. Wow. <laughs> they were both at work and my mom left work. Yeah. To come to the hospital and make sure I was okay. I the car was completely totaled. I it totaled is the unbelievable. car. Unbelievable. Yes. So ever since that, I I mean I always wore my seatbelt. Yeah. Just... Good message to everyone listening. I hate to bring up this subject because when my uh, when I get in an accident or someone I know, do you remember your dad complaining the insurance rates are going to go up or no? <laughs> no he never I don't. brought that up. You no, know, it was more after I wrecked my mom's car. You're going to buy your own car. You're oh. going to get a job and pay for your next car. And so that's what no I joke. Did. No joke. So you couldn't drive after that, like pretty much. He said, "Get your own car." I get had to get own. my own car. I love it. That's yeah. why you're a cool person. Yeah. So I uh, I I got a Pontiac Sunfire. Ooh. It was cool. It was sport, All right, sporty little thing. So so you're in high school. Um, your dad has a restaurant. Your mom too. Are they both working? Well, it's my or? yeah. So my mom. So Harry was my mom's father. Okay. So she was. She managed the restaurant. She did all the. Well, wait a minute. I'm surprised. So your dad going to chef school. He was, but yet it was his wife's mo- uh, grand- father. Yes. That had the b- business. So Correct. that's a weird merger. I thought maybe it was on his side. No, uh, he grew up in Brooklyn, New York. New York guy. Yes. Coming to Shemokin. <laughs> he goes from Manhattan to Shemokin. Yes. Unheard of. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy. Does he have relatives still there? Do you go to the big city and he talks about, oh, man. This Most is of it. my cousins, uh, um, my uncle, they're still in uh, Brooklyn and Manhattan. And I have relatives in the Philadelphia area. So, yes. So he was pulled to this area by a woman. Now he um, he moved to the area. He, he had... Uh, his aunt lived in Shemokin. Yeah. Oh. So he moved back to the area. So he had connections. He had connections. So when you're in school. high school and the restaurant's going, you're like a big shot. Like, oh, there's Carrie. Your parents have a restaurant. Uh, no. And you're I mean, eating I, for free and you're going down there for chili burgers. And I you're mean, having... I was eating for free, but yeah. <laughs> that's besides the point. No, I don't. I would hope people didn't think of me as some snooty girl <laughs> whose parents own a restaurant. <laughs> I, I tried to be friends with everybody. I try not to come across as that. Okay. That kind of person. Now you're going to try to be humble on this, but I bet you're like 17 now, 18. You're about to graduate high school. The money's rolling in. They're making gobs of money. Your father's hiding it under the mattresses. <laughs> He's hiding it under his mustache. Oh There's God. a restaurant money everywhere. I, I, honestly, <laughs> uh, I mean, I... No, they had it pretty good. That was a thriving, good business. It was It was for a small town, yes. They, they did very well. And... But... I've always learned to, like I said, when I wrecked my mom's car, you're going to get a job yeah. and you're going to learn how um, to pay your own bills, pay your own car payment, that kind of thing. Just that responsibility. Oh, it wasn't handed anything. Oh, here, here you go. Here, you wrecked that car. Here, let's buy a new one. It wasn't like that. Yeah. It was, I had to work hard. Did you waitress there at all? I, well. Oh, Sean, here we go. I Sean. tried to waitress there. I am an awful waitress. No kidding, because all the other waitresses are like, oh, that's the owner's daughter. She's going to get the good table. She didn't take all the tips. I tried. I tried to do. So I think my first day waitressing there, you know, trying to pay my bills. I have a big, big, it was like a, 
10 people. It was a lunch lunchtime. And I'm 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 flustered because they're like, oh, I want this, but no, 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 can we do this? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I come out and, I, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't, I, I can't. And my dad's in the kitchen yelling at me, and I'm trying to carry out this tray of all these. And I'm gonna drop this thing. Like it, this, it was uh, just, I was overwhelmed. You couldn't do this. Not your thing. It was just, it was not my. I'm not really good at balancing things. <laughs> I, but think about this, Carrie. If that were any other girl, the big mustache boss would have said, fired. But because it's the right. big mu- uh, mustache boss, that's his daughter. And, oh, yeah, we'll give you a try. We'll keep working at this. That's why they hated you. They, everyone, yeah, I guess they hated me. <laughs> my sister waitress there. So my mom's like, here, how about, you know, when I turned 18 and I was old enough, yeah. I, I bartended. And that worked for me because. Wait, wait, there's a, so there's a, there's a liquor license involved yes, here, too. Yes, it's a bar and restaurant. What the heck is this? Right. this is your, are your parents like wealthy tycoons? <laughs> They're not tycoons. Is this like what? It was just, it was just a, a lucrative business. It was for that small town, yes. Wow, so you did say the L word. So they're, they are making good money. Well, but you're, you're, but you're, all that money comes in and it goes out you're buying you're buying food you're buying you know no i get that you know that kind of thing uh, you're having the place cleaned this yeah. and that it wasn't like they're rolling in millions and like laughing it's yeah. like making it rain you know what i'm saying <laughs> let's sleep on bags of money Yay! this weekend Yay! Yes. Yes. so then you go to uh, college where do you go mansfield university of pennsylvania nice state girl here yes. she is folks what are you majoring in Communications, broadcasting, with a minor in creative writing. So, did you? Did you? Is that what you? What, what we, when you were eighteen, what I, was the? Did the carry back then say, "I wish I could be a TV reporter, a news anchor, a radio DJ, an actress"? What were you thinking? I didn't know what I wanted to be in high school. When I was a kid, I had a little camcorder, and I used to go around and record stuff outside of my house. Oh yeah. And I used to pretend I was a radio DJ, and I would make my own mixtapes as me being the DJ and playing music. I wanted to do that fun stuff. And and then when I turned 18, I was like, eh, I don't know what I want to do. Just because I, I was kind of, you know, goofing off. It's my senior year in sure, high school. Sure, that's what you do. So my sister majored in communications, and she used to bring home stuff, projects she was working on. She went to King's. I was like, well, that looks like a fun major. You know, you get to do this. Yeah. You get to, you know, do you know, go out with a camera and interview people and you get to play, you get to do radio stuff. And I was like, maybe I'll, you know, so I, I said, well, there's not a lot of math or science involved. So hey, I think watch I'm it. you're hurting me. Listen, I, I wasn't smart like you. That's not smart. I, am more, yeah. I am more of a creative brain. That's a whole smart right, and more area right there. I would yeah. have majored in theater or creative writing, but I thought I need something where I can make. Yeah, good. So you were even applying practical skills then. So you did good in college? Everything's good? I did good in college. I did awful in math, on my math classes. That's I, all right. Because well, you're creative and you're artistic and you're, uh, you're, you're a right-brained individual. Right. In all my English classes, I excelled. And all the, you know, n- tough math courses I had to take, at least I thought they were tough, I had to, had to be tutored. Well, folks, I'll say this, and we're going to get to this, I think, a little later. She's being humble because I've seen this girl do plays, and she's a great actress, and she remembers lines like she's a savant. (laughs) I could never do that. You're rolling off all these lines for hours. I'm thinking, how do they know that? How could they do that? You know what's crazy, though? You can throw a book... You know, homework. Right. I, I could not memorize stuff. Yeah. Well, how could was, you do that then? I, I don't know if it's because I was um, passionate about theater, so I can memorize lines and get into a different character. I play uh-huh. someone else and portray someone else. I don't know how I do it, honestly. 
But for some reason, I can memorize a whole... And it just flows for you. It was amazing when I saw you. But that's coming later. So did you do uh, that in uh, college? Any acting, theater? No. No? No, I... I did some drinking in college. <laughs> Come on, I left the small town of Shamoke and I went to Mansfield and I thought, I have to live a little That's here. That's right. She's studying. She's boozing. Yeah. She's learning. She's getting sor- everything done. Yeah, I joined a sorority, you know, to get um, meet some people, that kind of thing. And it was it was fun. It was an experience. I, I, I would say, oh, these are the best years of your life. Yeah, it was fun, but... I, by the time I graduated, I'm like, okay, I'm good. So what year did you uh, graduate? I don't <laughs> I tried to See, that was going to be it. I was just going to do a quick minus 22, See, and there's your birthday. I caught you. I caught you. See, I graduated I in the early 2000s. I'll give you that. Early I 2000s, I graduated. Yes. And what was your first out-of-college uh, job? You go back home to the restaurant? You're well, serving up paninis? No. I went. So I graduated in the summer. I went to my parents' house. And I thought, well, maybe I just hang out for the summer. And my parents are like, you're getting a job. And you're the, getting out of this house. You're getting no. out of this town. Yes, they they had to push me out of the house because I just wanted to goof off until I got a real job. So and, you come home from college. Your parents, they're in the hot tub together. No. They're, they're, they got all that restaurant money. They no. had, they're enjoying their privacy. <laughs> Stop. Then all of a sudden, look who's there. No, they uh, they pushed me. I think it was one of the best choices I made because I would have yeah I loafed off them. I would have loafed off. I would have been bartending at the restaurant. I would have not followed my career choice. Do you think there was any point in your life where you thought maybe I'll just take over the restaurant? So uh, my parents retired a okay. couple years ago. Oh, and you know my career is going well here, and you know they're retiring, and I. I it's hard when you, this restaurant was in my family since the 1940s. So to see them retire and they wanted to sell the restaurant, I thought, why don't you just let me take it over? My sister wanted nothing to do you with it. You said that or you I, thought I that? Said, no, I said this to them. Oh. If you really want this to remain in the family, I'll, I'll take it over. I know nothing about running a restaurant, nothing at all. You, know, you learned a little bit through. A little bit. And they said, uh, absolutely not. They said no. Absolutely not. No, I find that hard to believe. Well, Why? they they saw me thriving and doing really well with my career. Yeah. Finally doing something I love with my career, and they didn't want me to jeopardize that just to take over a restaurant that, you know, small town restaurant. Did they see like a like a like an like an end to that chapter of the restaurant business? You think? Did they see? Doom they were in over the future? it. They were. They wanted to be. They, wanted, they didn't want ties to the restaurant. They wanted it to be done. Oh, because if their daughter has it, then, then I would oh, be yeah, asking your dad's a lot of there questions. fixing the fryer. Hey, and he's, uh, you know, can you help me with it? And yeah, they wanted your to mom's be... waitressing. She's tipping stuff over. They... You're growing a mustache. I exactly. Get yeah. And who needs that, right? All right. Girl with a mustache. So <laughs> when you moved out after college, where'd you go? What'd you do? So I took a job at WBRE. What? The competitor. What? Doing production. So I was running camera. I was editing. I was doing just really l- low-key. So, so when you got stuff. that, were you thrilled? Like, hey, I got a job at a TV station. This is great. Listen, I wasn't thrilled only because my hours, I had to go in at 3.30 in the morning for the morning show. I was I did production so for the what? morning I show. I still do that now. Yes. You've been doing it a long time. Yeah. I'm out of college, used to sleeping till noon. Now I have to get up. Yeah, but the people listening are going to think, look at that lazy, spoiled. <laughs> right. I started part-time. Daughter of a hairy mustache <laughs> rich guy. I mean, oh come God. on. I don't <laughs> like the hours. I'm not going to work there. Yeah. 
I started there part time doing production. Yeah, but did you think then this is my chance to shine? I'm going to be a reporter. I'm going to curl my hair. I, uh, I'm going to wear fancy glasses. Fancy I don't glasses know. and <laughs> and, look, and, and beanies and, and yeah, feathered no. scarves. I uh, no, honestly, I was getting my feet wet. Okay. So I was learning the biz. I was working with really interesting people. So I was just kind of getting my feet wet. Was Vince Sweeney there when you were there? Yes. Good guy, right? He's a great guy, yeah. Yeah. I love working with Vince. He, he was just he, no cares in the world. You yeah, know he I mean? comes off as that. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's he, good people. And this is the competition, but he seems like a solid dude. Yes. So I – Is that, this when BRE and 22 were separate still or no? Separate, yes. Oh, they were still separate. Yes. Early 2000s, yes. They were separate. So, so at any point there, do you think this is it? This is my life. I'm going to have a career here. I'm going to live here forever and work 30 years, retire, uh, and then go to Florida when I'm 68. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I lived day by day. I was doing part-time, and right. then I was off, offered a full-time gig as an associate producer, Yeah, which basically my hours, 2.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Yeah. I would schedule guests when they used to do guests on their morning show. I would schedule guests. I would write a few things. And that was it. And so I would. So the creativity is flowing. You're doing what so you I want. You're writing. earning some money. Your yeah. parents are like, oh, my daughter's a big TV person. TV and, person. <laughs> and all this is happening. Yeah. It, but I didn't, I, didn't love, I didn't love what I was doing. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think because I was still in that mentality where I, I just wanted to party all the time. Oh, I don't geez. know. I, it's hard to go from. No, I know. Everyone goes through those, yeah. those battles, those internal yes. puberty to. To early adult to then mid and late adult, that stage, that, that arc. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm still there. Yes. So did you then uh, leave there and come here? Is that the next step? Uh, the next step, the news director there at the time said, hey, we have a producer opening. How about, you know, you, you know what, I'd love for you to, you know, be a producer. I was like, I don't want to be a producer. I don't, wow. I, I don't, I, I wanted to have that easy, I had an easy game. But yet that's what she does here sometimes. All right. So you didn't I, want right. it there. You didn't want but, that I there. Mean, I'm, I'm in my twenties, you yeah. know? And so I'm like, I don't know. So the pressure, the pressure, it's full time. Okay. I'll produce. So I was producing for a couple of years and uh, producing on WYOU. And then after I was there for five years and I decided I need to, I need to grow a little bit more. So I started sending out resumes and mid late twenties. Are you probably late twenties now? <laughs> no, this is not. I'm being I'm, serious. I'm in my uh, I'm in my early twenties. No, you said you were there five years, so that's twenty two at least plus five. Don't you? I'm not doing math with you because you're going. No, to... I'm just thinking you were at BRE. You said I'm for in, about I'm four in, or five I'm years. I'm in my I'm in my low to mid twenties. All right, let's, let's. I'll give you a raise okay. there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. you, But you're sending out resumes. Sending out resumes. So I was sending out. I was like, okay, I got to get out of Wilkes Ferry. Uh oh. I wanted to just grow. I wanted to grow. I wanted to see what was out there. So I sent resumes to California, New Mexico. I think Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I just and I started getting all these replies back. Uh, California, there's a job in California, and so I was so close to moving out to California, but they weren't offering enough money for me to pick up and go. What was that? It was for a producer position. Oh, like a TV station. At a TV station out in, I believe, Sacramento. So you didn't do it. 
they weren't offering enough money, and I didn't want to move out there. Yeah, but you go out there, you start, you, you, you build up, you're knocking on doors, you're standing in lines for tryouts and rehearsals. Before you know it, you're on uh, Friends. <laughs> and then, then before you know it. At that age, I was all about, I need to make more money, and they weren't offering the amount of money. The cost of living was doing yeah. the math. I, I would have been where I was where I was at, you know. Yeah, so. but more opportunity. Come on, girl. Uh, so you stay here and what do you do? Come so, to WNEP? No, I, I took a job in Baltimore. There you that are in Baltimore. So 26 Baltimore. years old. So I'm not, no, it's not 26. <laughs> and, what, and what? No. And what was that, a TV station? Making yes. good money? And was, unhappy there. You couldn't do it. Two, three years, you missed I was home. No, I was there for two years and then the TV station closed, shut down. Really? And I was laid off. No anticipation of that. You thought it was a healthy, strong station. I, listen, I I thought it was a strong station, and it shut down. So did you I, like Baltimore? The aquarium. You I went to the Baltimore. aquarium a million I hated times. The crime. No. My I had a Jeep Wrangler at the time, and it got broken into all canvas top. Canvas top. Yeah, I I it was broken into all the time. I just hated Baltimore. It was you just did. people. Some people love living in the city. I hated it. You hated it. Well, I, that's how you just, know by it's doing the crime. I felt. There are times walking my dog, I felt a little threatened. If someone would walk up to me, no, I get you know, that at night, and I thought, "Pretty oh. girl, look at her. Yeah. She's walking down the street. Like he's going to try to take the change I have in my pockets or something." Are you the kind of person that would take the door off the jeep and ride around on a hot summer day? Just I would no, take I would take the top off, not I, the doors. I used to get nervous taking the doors off because yeah. I had a dog. Um, yeah. At the time, so I didn't want to take the doors off. The top off, sure. When I didn't have a dog in my Jeep. You never thought about the doors? Mm, I, I always see the door people on a summer day. There's no roof. The doors are off. I just get It's like living to its to its finest when I so see So here's that. the thing. You I want to be a door off. off Jeep guy. Listen, if it's it's in an area like this, <laughs> I don't mind having the doors off. When you're right. in Baltimore, I'm not taking my doors off because it's just inviting people to just hop on I in with that. me. I know that. Plus, there's probably a lot of mechanical, uh, you know, you need wrenches and Allen <laughs> fixtures and heavy things. I being, was living single. You're there alone? I'm there alone in Baltimore with my dog. Man. Men hitting on you all the time in Baltimore. <laughs> You're going to the aquarium. There's some guy asking you to take a walk down the let's harbor. Go, let's go Maybe, feed the fish. Yeah, uh, a ducky ride. Uh, I don't know. No? I, I used to hang out with a lot of my coworkers. Two years that ends, you're back here. So two years. Well, actually, two years that ends. I'm laid off, so I collect unemployment for a year, and I decided, hey, I've always wanted to do you know indie films, acting. So I started doing oh my a lot goodness, of. This girl is just kicking butt. So I thought, okay, I'll bartend a little bit. No, but bit, the, when you came back, you were home or no? No, I was still. I was in Baltimore. Then I. Oh, moved. you were laid off in Baltimore, collecting and still paying rent. Correct. Okay. And then I moved to Richmond, Virginia for a year. And, and I was, you're doing film. I was doing indie films and just little projects here and there just to get – I had that itch where I wanted to do more. I wanted to be – not saying in the spotlight, but I, I had all these creative juices flowing you and there was no way to – thespian seed. I did. I did. Is there anything I can go on Netflix and no. put in a movie and you're in it? No. Nothing like no, that? No, it was more – it was more very uh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. It was like – it, it was even under a B movie? It was like a – Yeah. DF. I mean it was, it was more it – was, it was more just very – just indie. Very indie. Give me a horror story. Oh, horror what, film what story. Of, what kind of You horror? said you were in a horror film. Like you have to put makeup on. You have to scream. Did you have to – Okay. So I had to play a zombie – in, in a horror movie. I don't see it as a zombie. You're okay. too full well, of life. Well, I had to play a, a zombie. 
and they had a makeup guy come in. So it, they had some money here. We weren't really seeing much of the money, but they hired people to do make really fancy zombie makeup. Oh, yeah. So we have this makeup guy come in, and I I am this I, supposedly I came out of the grave or something. So I had all I had to have all this dirt and stuff placed all over me. Dirt all over you, dead bandages, cuts, sores, mustache. Right. Everything. I had to look dead. Yeah. So this guy comes in. He's like, "Okay, we're going to put some dirt on." On your butt, because I had on this kind of dress type thing. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is a semi-nude. Uh, no, no, no. Scene. I wasn't nude. Right. I'm just saying he had to put like dirt yeah. on my, uh, you know, upper and thigh. And you felt and uncomfortable. The... Here comes no, some creeper guy. No, but it guy. was one of the. Uh, no, I'm not. I don't feel un- I don't feel uncomfortable <laughs> okay. here. No, but it was one of those. This this is my life now. I'm having some makeup oh, guy yes. put put potting soil on my rear end. Yeah. For for a silly indie film, and it was it so was, that was like a was turning pro- point. Like it I, was professional. I, no, it was fine. It was it was a fun movie, and we had a good time. But that having some guy pat dirt on my butt, I thought, is this what I want to do with the rest of my life? That's what I was life? gonna say. So that was a moment in time well, for you. It was next. Oh, wow, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I, I have dirt in places I don't <laughs> really want to talk about. Yeah. But it was an experience. I, I don't regret any of that because I met a lot it's of wonderful people. It's all a part people. of, yeah, becoming who you are now. Absolutely. So after that moment, you're you're applying to WNEP. No, actually. Jeez, we can't get to WNEP, <laughs> right, Sean. We're trying forward. to get... I'll fast forward. No, I'm not saying that. I, but I don't, don't want to bore people with no, my my, no. <laughs> my You're in Baltimore. There's some guy rubbing uh, <laughs> dirt, dirt on, on your butt, <laughs> topsoil, topsoil. And then what happens? How do you get out of all that? Uh, what do you, what's next in the carry art? I... I I decided to come back to Pennsylvania because my family is yeah. in Pennsylvania. I applied. My friend was working in radio. I got a job in radio. Now you're on radio. Now I'm a, a morning co-host on Where? a radio show. Uh, it was at the time. It was ninety two one. Oh, so at the 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 rock station, the right. alt rock. Well, right. this is but back si- then. It was more. They were doing top forty type things. That lasted a few months, and they decided to can. Can us, so I was laid off once again. But Carrie, you must start feeling now the B R the the B R E thing. Then the 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 the, the topsoil on your butt. The, <laughs> the, 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 the that I, station closing now a new station closing. Well, they, the All station these, didn't close. Money. They just got rid of. They wanted to go automate it, so they got rid of oh. the morning show, and that was. Years ago. So here you are, DJ. You seem like you have a good uh, oh, I voice love, and I love, a good approach. I love Why doing radio because they just wanted to go all. They wanted to go automate it with the radio station. So the robots are taking over. The robots are taking over. And I thought, what am I going to do? Eventually, I took a couple other jobs. And then I thought, oh, I really miss working in TV. And I I actually went back to WBRU for a year. And then I finally came back. um, Here? Here. Not back. Well, not back. Well, I interned here. I interned here when I was in college. So... Oh, I didn't know that part. Yes, I forgot to slip that in there. Now, I really need to know the year for that. Are you, no. Just please tell me that. Because was I here then? Yes, you were here. Oh, okay. Why don't I remember that? Or do I? I don't. It was a summer internship. And you were probably in the afternoon and evening, so I was yes, gone by you were 11. gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did the second shift, so I would go out Oh, okay. With, that's why I didn't know you then. I would oh. go out with, I think, Andy Palumbo used to Whoa, be. Whoa, that's why. Folks, her and Andy Palumbo have a weird relationship because you should see them a cubicle together and you're, so, you're very friendly with him and I've you laugh him. and it's almost like he's your uncle or something. He's like Uncle Andy. Yeah. I've known him 
Oh, so that's why. Yeah, that's that's how I know Andy Palumbo. But so when you started here a few years back, is mm-hmm. it five, seven, ten? I don't know. Oh, here we go. No, this I need to know. So this I've been here for eight, a little over eight years. Oh, that long. All right. Yes, and I started producing their four p.m. newscast, and then a couple years after that. I, I wanted to do more. So I, I said, I want to do the t- – there was an opening for a reporter for Taste Test because someone left and whatever. I thought, let me – I go in there. Let me do it. Let me let – me, I wouldn't be your Taste Test girl. Well, you have to prove yourself. Okay. And I would go in and I would prove myself every week. This is what – this is what I did. You know, here's my here's my piece. You mean before it got on, like just showing examples. Well, no, before I went, before I was live on set with Scott and oh, Charlotte. Gotcha. Look what I can do. This Look is what at me. I can do, and and so here's some constructive criticism. We need you to do this, this, and this differently. And every every week I would do it, and I said, like, okay. And it was I just had to prove myself. It progressed, and here you are, a big success, and everybody loves you. Here's what I need to know. Yes. No, I don't need to know this. I'm going to tell the listeners this. Okay. And I may have to hit this on myself because I don't know how to get this out by being politically correct. Oh, boy. (laughs) When you're in a workplace, there's the guys and the women. Let's face it. That's how it is. Okay. The guys talk amongst themselves and the guys and the ladies do the same thing. You get in your little gossip circles. Okay. Every once in a while, here comes this girl and, oh, she's cute or she's attractive. Oh, and she's cool as can be. And you can say anything around her. She's fun. She's laid back. She's not offended. She, she, she gets it. She listens to good music. She's got a great attitude. She's got it all. That was Carrie. That was the word on you, and it still is. Well, You're that you. girl. I'm that girl. I'm cool. Yeah. I, I, You're I, the cool girl I'm, here. I'm not the snooty girl no! who's rolling in millions of dollars and sleeping on bags of money at night. No, I'm not that girl. <laughs> no, we love you. So, yeah, everybody loves Carrie here. And now, uh, so in the last two, three years, you've been doing the what? So I've been doing taste tests. Taste test. For... Jeez, time flies. I think three years, maybe four, something like that. And for I those think, who who don't watch all of our newscasts, this is primarily a seven p.m. thing. I'm this not is sure. a seven p.m. Sh- yes, right. uh, every Tuesday at seven is the taste test segment. But, but she's here full time, working, producing newscasts. Right, I and do. then you do on air stuff too. Correct. So after the whole taste test, I wanted to do more. I, I get. I want to do more. That's yeah. Just I, I get. Not saying I get bored, but you have the same old routine, and you, I want to be. You've got to express yourself. You're creative, right? You need to bust out, right? You're like a caged rat. Yes, <laughs> on that wheel. <laughs> right. So, how does the uh, pet stuff start? So, uh, for a few years, I've been um, I volunteer with with animal rescues and stuff, and I thought, you know what? So you just you've been doing that on your own for whatever years. Right. I would foster dogs and, and volunteer my time with area rescues. Um, I'm just very passionate about animals. I've always been passionate about animals. Now, is it all animals? If I had an ant farm and I said smash it, would you smash it? I wouldn't smash it. Uh... Would you kill cockroaches in your, chi- in your, in your kitchen? Would you, would you step on termites? Are we talking about if all animals? If my life is in danger and I had to kill a, a you know, a man eating cockroach. <laughs> a man eating cockroach. Yes, yeah. I would. But otherwise, you're saying live and let live. Live and let live. And that applies to your eating style, which we're going to get to in a second. Right. But right. you've been doing the dog rescue here so, so folks we, can help out so a couple your of cause. Years. So I, I thought this is one thing where people here 
in northeastern central Pennsylvania, even all over, uh, are obsessed with animals. We have so many stories, bad news, death, destruction. Right. I, I, I want to. I like feel good stuff. So, one thing we were missing. How can we help? There's so many animals that need homes. How can we help? You came up with all this? Well, I I sat down with um, our executive producer at the time, Dave Christanda. Okay. And and we were talking about it, and and we pitched it. And I thought, I want to do this. And he was a manager, so he helped pitch it with me. Talk about filling a void. That is a void that was filled by you. It's – well, it's my passion. If I could – if you say – if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, and that's something I, I love. If if I could just go to shelters and help animals find homes, oh, you're ripping my heart out. I'm girl. sorry. No, I love that. I'm crying. I, that's <laughs> no, why you're so but that, cool. But that, I just I, but I love that. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. Taste test is a hoot. I have yeah. a blast meeting people. I have a blast. But your passion. But is... my passion is animal rescues and helping these animals find homes. It's just. That's where my heart is. And you have two two dogs? More dogs? Three dogs. Three dogs. Three rescue dogs. See, folks, she is living and, and, and doing what she preaches. You're a dog lover. I am a dog lover. I can't have not, cats because my wait, dogs... Wait, you what? You can't? I can't. My dogs hate cats. Yeah. Not that I hate cats. I don't hate cats. People think, oh, she does... You know. I have the same reputation. I don't hate cats. I have no need for them in my life. All of my three dogs despise cats. They will... <laughs> seriously... They despise there. There's a cat on the back porch, a stray cat. They all go cuckoo. They start jumping up and, and pawing at the door. Yeah, you have to see my dog Jet when he sees a cat. <laughs> my dog Jet is, is he's very smart. He's very playful. He likes to always go. Very energetic. He'll see a cat and he goes over to it as if like to play, and then the cat gives it that look. And rare and scratches and his face, and he can't figure it out. He's like, "I just want to have some fun." Yeah. Then he, he so now my dog ignores all cats because he's like. And when I was a kid, I used to think I remember being like four, five, six years old, that cats were the female version of the same thing as a dog. Meaning, like dogs were the guys and the cats were the, girls, the girls, but they were but they were the same thing. That's <laughs> I remember thinking that. And that, that's wowza. So you would be a cat. I I don't know. In my four year old brain, you'd in be your four year old brain, I would yeah. be. So I'd be I'd like, be I cat. stay away from as the long cats. as you're not cool calling me a cougar. I'm <laughs> so so now you're doing the animal rescue. You're yes. doing the taste test. You're producing. You're a full rounded all American vivacious woman. Yes. <laughs> and you are also uh, a vegetarian. I am. What does that mean? Help me out with veganism and all this. I don't understand. I'm I, an idiot. Well, veganism. Uh, that means a little bit more extreme for me where you don't do dairy, you don't do honey, you don't so do So veganism is any even product of an animal. Correct. Right? I'm a vegetarian, so I still have dairy in my life. I okay. still do eggs, that kind of thing. I just don't eat. I don't eat meat. I don't eat any living thing. So is this um, – my daughter's a vegetarian. She may even be a vegan. I don't know. But <laughs> – you know, they're potato, all, potato. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, do do you do it for um, uh, dietary reasons or is it moral reasons? So, a few years back, and this is this is why uh, this is why I turned to vegetarianism. I remember, uh, mind you, I grew up in a restaurant, so I was eating burgers. I was eating steak. I was my, whatever my dad cooked up for me. Yeah. I'm going to eat it. Right. So a few years back, I would say about. Seven years ago, I remember sitting and eating. I Maybe you're 30 then. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> I'm 
25? I don't know. I was in my 20s. <laughs> and I'm eating, it was a dish with meat in it. It was ground beef and it was uh-huh. pasta and it, whatever. And I was eating it and I... People are going to think this is weird, but I'm very, I'm a very sensitive person. I started to cry, and that's the first time when I was eating meat that I broke down. I no, thought, why, I totally why I, understand that. Why am I? And, and then why then though? I don't know. It I, throughout my entire childhood and my teens, I was eating whatever I wanted, and I got to a point in my twenties where, <laughs> and I was in my twenties. I'm not telling you. I'm doing rough math. <laughs> rough math. No, that's no. I think so. That's then a, I became. I, I it was very. It just. I broke down and I thought. I. I and I. I pushed the food aside. I, like, I can't do this anymore. And so that I. That moment, not a that struggle, moment, was over. That moment. But now, mind you, it's not like cold turkey. I had to. I stopped the red meat. You know, I don't. You know, the pork, all that stuff. And then I cut back chicken. I took chicken out, and then I was just oh, doing so seafood. it was a slow regression. It was. It had to be. I couldn't just because I'm all these nutrients. I was my body was used yes. to. And then I no longer have those nutrients, so I had to slowly. No, that makes totally sense. I I honor and respect and love people like you because I'm more of a coward and I can't do it. Any human being, I think, if you take them to a slaughterhouse or they they show how everything was given to them, the meat they enjoy, they'd be grossed out. I'd be grossed out. No, and it's any human being who says, Oh, that's okay is nuts. It's it's heart wrenching is right. If the animal practices were different, you know, I, but like maybe maybe native. If this were fifteen thirty and you were a Native American woman, I bet you'd be different about it. it. You know, the the males of the tribe and females too. I don't know. They go out and they oh, they caught a deer today. Whoa! Right. It's just you know, it's more of a natural cycle. Right. And I have nothing against people who eat meat. I have nothing no. against hunters. I know the deer God, population the is out way. of control, and they're trying to curb that population. Yes. I get that. I'm not. I'm not. I don't preach. I just do what I'm passionate about and do what I I believe. So I love it. I respect it. I, I have this conundrum for you because okay. I don't know the answer and I don't know if this is going to put you on the spot. Okay. If you are a vegan or a vegetarian and you have a dog, how do you justify giving it meat? Because you're doing the same thing. You're supporting an industry which is horrible right, to animals. But, they're, but, they're, but animals, it's, it's that part of their life. They I know they have to. You can't choose your animal no, I can't, I can't. dog to be a vegan, but now you're accepting the practices that you – Abhor. It's, it's not. Listen, if, if my dog could eat vegetarian, fine, but I'm not going to. They need nutrients as well, and they need. I know, but how do you then justify the slaughterhouses that are I, used I, to make dog I, food? I try to. I, I. You see the conundrum here. No, I do see the conundrum, and I every time I feed, I have to feed them. I I try not to feed them the ground beef because that's that's where my weakness is right there. If I, oh, yeah. I'll give them ground turkey or chicken. Not saying that's any better. But I feel a bit better if I'm giving them that than if I'm giving them ground beef or if I'm giving them this or that. Okay. So. There's no way you can go up to a cow in the field and look at that thing and look into his eyes. And then if someone said, I'm going to kill him and eat him, I'd be like, no, I, can't, I couldn't even do no. that. I went I'd to, give him a hug. Yeah. And I, 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 but yet if someone else does it all and all that, I'm like, okay, I'll have a hamburger, yeah. French fry, make yeah. it a cheeseburger. Now it's a whole different thing. It is. I'm living a lie. I respect you for what you're doing. Thank you. So uh, we have some questions that we wanted to get to here okay. from the people. Oh, the people. The people want to know a couple things about you. Oh, and do uh, you want to get the bell ready? I don't know if these are going to be I mean, uncovered. I may need the bell. <laughs> we can even go into the brown bag, too. But I thought a couple on Facebook, they want okay. to know this about the great Carrie. Are you ready? I'm ready. The first one is um, from Jim Legg. 
He's one of our uh, viewers, listeners. He's all over the place, this Jim Leg, great American. He says, are you ready? Yes. Um, I can't find it. I should. Oh, what's the grossest thing you've ever tasted? And that wasn't part of your taste test. <laughs> so it's something that you had a taste that wasn't part of your taste test that grossed you out. That's a good question. I'll be completely honest with you. And being a vegetarian, people may think I'm nuts. The grossest thing I've ever tasted asparagus. It is gross. It looks gross. It's disgusting. I'm so with you. I gag. I can't even. If you're cooking it, I I get the gag reflex. That makes, it's like it's very bitter or right. something. Like it. It, 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 those little buds they look like Russian towers. Yes. asparagus is gross. It's gross. That <clears throat> is the grossest thing. That is the grossest. I'd thing. I'd rather club a cow and eat it. Oh dear. No, I'm not going to say that. That's going too far. But um, he also wants to know what Joe Snedeker's kryptonite is. Do you know what my kryptonite? Your food is? kryptonite or just your kryptonite? Oh. Uh, what is your food kryptonite? Because that's something I don't know. You know that about me. I, I eat like a nine-year-old boy. Well, you do. So I have millions of kryptonites. I can't eat adult food at all. I'm, I, I like You're... chicken fingers and pizza and french fries. I don't eat hardly any vegetables. Uh, you know what a foodie is? I'm the exact opposite. I don't want anything prepared nice with six pre- perfectly placed beans next to a little lammy. So on Thanksgiving... <laughs> On Thanksgiving, so you have your stuffing, stuffing. your green beans, your turkey, your Wait, cranberry. Wait, what did you say? Stuffing what? Your stuffing, your cranberry. No cranberry. Okay. Would a nine-year-old boy eat cranberry? Just, no. Here, you have your mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Or mashed potatoes, however. Mashed people. potatoes, stuffing, turkey, you, that's you, it. Okay, you pour gravy on do you Do you mix it all up together? Or oh. Do you, or no, do who you, would mix? Everything's separate. But, but, but it all goes to the same place. Are you that guy? I mean, if you're eating like a nine-year-old boy... Are you don't just, mix everything together. It, it's you're just stirring it all up and just shoveling it in, or what? Joe eats with those like toddler divided plates. <laughs> yes. Everything separate. yes, I have a little toddler those, dividing plate, little little containers or, for everything. Or those trays when you were in elementary yeah, it's school. It's like it's more like that. Actually, you're right. Any uh, pet outtakes like aggressive dogs uh, that came at you? Paul wants to know. No. Okay. So. This was in the beginning of doing the rescue segments, and I went with one of our photographers to a rescue in Schuylkill County. And there's this dog. She's very hyper. And the woman who works at the rescue said, listen, she has a tendency of uh, mounting, you know, mounting, you know, your leg or something. So just be prepared. I'm like, I'll be fine. Yeah, so what, right? A humping dog. So she's... This dog is like all excited, and you know, so so first she's like, she, I was like, oh, you know, petting her, oh, you know, la 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 la, whatever, and this dog just starts humping my leg. It's a female dog, so that that's showing a, oh. a dominance thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't know they do that. Yes, yeah, some female dogs when they're showing they're dominant over what a male. Usually, dog? I, it, I didn't it know all they depends do that. On the dog. Uh, I some, you females, or some, or some listen, dogs listen, or some. I pe- thought you females were above that. Listen, or some female dogs are just frisky, and they, they yeah, I know, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this dog starts humping my leg. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, you were just going you with know, it. I'm like, I, well, I didn't, I, you know, th- I'm just meeting this dog, so I didn't want to make any, you know, I didn't know what to do. So finally, this, the, the rescue worker gets the dog off, and then you know, my photographer Lou Romeo at the time, he's standing here with the camera, and the dog comes over, and he's trying to get a shot of the dog, and the dog starts humping his leg, and we're just all <laughs> laughing. So I'm like, this is this nah. is. This is my life. So uh, there had to be a little bit of shame, though. You thought you were special, like it chose you. 
And then, it, and then it, it went right this to, dog will even hunt it, Blue Romeo. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, Carrie. As far as aggressive dogs, I mean, that, that, was, that was the most aggressive one. You have a dog, you know, humping your leg. Yes, you can't get the dog off of yeah. your leg. Then it's, yeah, what do you do here? I, I don't, I got to wash my jeans later. I don't know. Or not. Or not. You know, you know and I know that dogs know certain things. They yes. know people. So mm-hmm. you're, I'm sure your dogs are good with you because they know you're a doggy. Yes. You know, you got to make them feel special and then they'll love you forever. Absolutely. The last question, Carrie, where do you get those amazing, great winter hats like you have on right now? And in the picture for this podcast, maybe we'll end with that we by can... me ripping that hat off and seeing if she did her hair today. I did not do my hair today. All right. So... Where do you get those hats? So this hat... A friend from high school actually knitted this hat for me. I I still talk to this guy. His dad was the principal of our high school years ago. He played football. He's married with with kids, and he knits. I'm not going to say his name. A knitting man. He knits. That's rare. He's like, I knit hats. I'm like, no, you don't. I'll knit you a hat. This is last year. I'll knit you a hat. And I was like, okay. He knitted me this hat. He told me to pick out the colors I wanted. And he mailed it to the station, and I was like, this is one of the most comfortable and one so of the warmest hats. So that's one of your hats. favorites? This is one of my favorite hats. But you have a lot. So where I, do they all come from? Just all, anywhere? Anywhere. If I go to a store and see a hat I love, I'll buy it. Do you have more hats than your age? I'm wondering. Like, you have 35 hats? No, I have, more, have I have more. hats? I have more flannels than my age. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I think, over 30 flannels. Okay. So, Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm going to walk over to Carrie right now and rip that hat out. No! And see if she, really... she didn't do her hair. Oh, it's a mess. Oh, it is a mess. Look at that. You Thanks see... for coming in, Carrie. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.